0: to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. I am very excited today to announce that I have a friend as a guest on the show, but not only is she an incredible human being, she's a phenomenal dancer, teacher, and health coach who owns her own business out in Ohio. And she just recently launched her business McKenna Liller Movement and Wellness. McKenna, I'm so excited to have you here.
1: I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Yes,
0: absolutely. So I would love for you to just tell the listeners a little bit about what you're doing these days.
1: What am I doing these days? Um, so I the biggest thing, I guess, is I just launched my business at the end of March so going into like kind of like the third month of my business um that's been like the biggest thing that's Congratulations been- by the way because that is huge. Yeah, it's it's really it feels huge. <laughs> it feels
0: it is huge. huge. Yeah. Um it's like but, once you get that business license, you pay for the you apply and you get all the paperwork. You're like, oh my gosh, like this, it's this
1: official. is official. <laughs> I gotta file taxes for this now. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that's been the biggest the biggest thing that's been going on. Um, I've been doing a lot of work with a business coach, um, which has been amazing. Um, I've been in a couple of her programs, which has been really cool. Um, yeah, I'm also in a musical right now, (laughs) Yes, super random, but just trying to do things that, are fun and bring me joy amidst mm. all the chaos and stress, but mostly good stress of owning a business and trying to start a business. So yeah,
0: well, congratulations! <laughs> I'm so happy that you're happy. I love seeing your updates and everything, and you've yeah. just always been someone that has been such a like a beam of light. And oh. so to see you like actively now spreading that in. Uh, a very like official structured stance with sure. your business. I just absolutely love to see that. Thank so, you. can you tell me a little bit about what um, McKenna Liller Health and Wellness is all
1: about? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I got my health coaching license or certification last November through um, IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Um, and I got my certification and I was like, kind of just in a place, I have all the tools, but I don't really know what I want to do with it. Um, So that's when I started getting like really interested in the business side of things, because I think I've always known, I've always kind of been like pulled towards having my own thing. I mean, I've always been a dance teacher, choreographer. So I've always kind of been like in that, like, freelance kind of world. Um, But I think having something that is like solidified and it's all mine, that's something I know that I've always really wanted. Mm -hmm. So I started just doing like research on business and just business guidance and coaching because we learned a little bit about that through the program that I went through, but I just knew that I wanted more. So I found my business coach, Emily Woods, on Instagram, super randomly, but um, she offers a program. It's like a 12-week intensive like business coaching mentorship. So I went through that and I was just like, okay, we're really... <laughs> Do it <laughs> officially official officially official, yeah, so my business and just kind of like the mission or what it's centered around is not only health coaching but um like incorporating movement into that because i I know I wanted to have dance involved and joyful movement and mindful movement involved, so my ultimate goal with my business is to start working specifically with dance studios, dance companies, um, and spaces like that, really promoting holistic health and wellness specifically for dancers. That's like really what I want to do. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Yes. I yeah. love that. It, just so casual.
0: That's kind of what I'm working on.
1: <laughs> just, this whole
0: like beautiful resource for dancers. It's no big deal. Oh, um, I mean, I, yeah. Well, I'm very proud of you. It's This Me is so too. cool to just, just for context, for those of you listening, um, McKenna is someone um, I have had the pleasure of dancing with for just years and years and years. And we've, kind of shared this common interest in the dance space but I just love seeing that you're branching out and helping people become the best version of themselves and that's something obviously you know that I am very passionate about so yeah. I, I love this phrase joyful movement is that can you
1: just dive into that a little bit? Yeah. yeah. So that was something that was touched upon in the program that I went through and I've just kind of been seeing it a little bit more within um, the health coaching space. So not putting so much pressure on doing things that you don't like to do when it comes to physical activity. Like if you know, you're the type of person that like me, I don't, Go on runs. I don't want to be a runner.
0: (laughs) Do you listen to any of the other episodes? I feel so called out right now. (laughs) I'm like, I hate running with a burning passion.
1: I just, it has never appealed to me. So, like, unless
0: I'm being chased by like an animal, I just don't want to (laughs) run.
1: That's what I always say to you. I'm like, unless I'm ever in a situation where I'm being chased, that's the only time that I I love movement. I just don't like running. I can't. I, I, yeah, I can't. I've tried. I've like bought the shoes and whatever, and I'm like, this is not, this is not for me. It's just not for me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so just finding a way to move that brings you joy. Like for me, recently, it has been going on walks. Like I love being outside. I'm a super like nature gal. I love it. I love being outside, especially now the weather's getting nicer. I just love just. Walking like it has just made my mental health just so much better and just starts my day off in such a positive way. So that's kind of what joyful movement is centered around just like finding a way to move that just brings you joy and not having like pressure around it or stress around it. Because if that is happening, then it's not healthy for you, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and I think just honestly, the concept of like you know, you know, you need to exercise for your physical and your mental health, but you know, you get caught in this loop of, but the exercises I'm doing make me feel more stressed. And that is just, it's something I think so important, especially in the initial phases, if you're like not, if you've never really exercised before, or if you're like, maybe you've lost motivation and you're not really sure where to go, or you just generally need moment for your mental health. Right. That's where that joyful movement comes in. I just love that phrase so much. I I don't think I've ever really heard it like officially stamped as that, but I totally agree. I think it's so important for your mental health to do things that serve your body and mind for sure.
1: Yeah. Just looking at it in a holistic way and it can be anything. I mean, if you love to roller skate or jump rope or whatever, just something that just makes you happy. And there's no stress around it. I think is super, super important.
0: Yeah.
1: Activity. Yeah. I love that. So
0: I'm curious about kind of your, your scope of practice. Um, when you say that you're a health coach for dancer, can we get like specific into like what tangible things are you providing for that audience?
1: Yeah. So I think right now, so I do work um, with clients one-on-one and right now I'm working, they're dancers. I know like just through the dance space. Right. Um, And I feel like why, not why I chose, but I guess why I was called upon to work with dancers is because that's who I'm already around. That's who I am. Um, so it just kind of made sense. And I feel even when I was just teaching dance or doing workshops or things like that, I feel like my classes kind of always went more towards like, not just dancing. Like I go into more than that. Um, so I don't know. I think just looking at really what dancers or I guess spaces that dancers are in are lacking, I feel like um just self-care and stress management are like huge things. Oh yeah. And time management, I mean, as you know, like literally like, like the the weaknesses of
0: most dancers is time management, stress management. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It's really interesting because I so I'm back home in Ohio and last dance season I was teaching at three studios and I was just kind That's of a like, lot. It was it was too much. If <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, um, one studio is a lot. Three is like
0: wow, girl. It That's, was yeah,
1: it was a lot, but it was really cool. I think I learned a lot because I was really just observing that. And I think honestly, like the pandemic has just played a huge part of it. Like these dancers are tired and they're burnt out. And I'm like, this is not, this is not okay. Like these kids are coming and I don't just work with kids. I work with adults as well, but these people are coming into a studio and this should be a place where they should feel seen and are able to express themselves and explore. And they're coming in and they're just so burnt out. And I just hated that. I'm like, this is not what this should be. So I just was, I'm like, I just need, something needs to change. These these students, these dancers need to have something at these studios that need to make them, I don't know, feel just happy and joyful and just learning about health and wellness in a way that ties into dance and being a dancer and
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially working with like a young audience, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how early on, I mean, whether or not you're in dance or just, you know, kids who are not even in any sort of activities, it's like, it's crazy how we're learning that these feelings of burnout, these feelings of stress, all these pressures are, they start at such a young age. And I mean, I remember feeling that way when I was young, I mean, in the era of like pre-flip phones, but still, I mean, I cannot imagine being a kid, especially with like TikTok, social media, where, you know everything is so romanticized. Of course, yeah. it's going to suck the joy out of like specifically dance, but like right. just the experience of growing up as a kid. You just want to feel like like you fit in. It's not a time where I feel like people are looking to stand out. They just want to. They just want to grow up and thrive. Totally. And that's that's so hard. So what about? So most of my listeners and my audience are moms um yeah. so i would love to k- kind of hear your perspective like as someone who sees you know these kids on the yeah. regular what is some i mean maybe advice or i don't know i'll just kind of leave it open to you but kind of from the perspective of a professional what what ways can we support our kids as they're doing you know as they're growing or as they're doing these sports activities
1: yeah, that's a that's a really good question because that is something that I keep saying like observe, but that's really what this past year has been for me. Um I think just letting kids specifically, talking about kids and talking about athletes, dancers, I think just giving them the space to feel what they need to and also I think, I don't know, our society, our country is centered around like, just go, go, go. Like you have to be productive or what are you doing? You know? And I, I see that with these kids just doing so many things. And I mean, hopefully, of course they're doing these things because they want to and they love it. But I think just giving kids the space to Say no, or say Mm -hmm. I need a break, or say, you know, I need help in, you know, this area, just kind of opening up that conversation, or even from a parent's end, like starting that conversation, because you know, young kids might not really know how to say, you know, I need help with this, or I'm feeling this, or something like that. So I think just starting that conversation because it's just so It's so much. I see these kids, like you said, on their phones, on TikTok. It's there's just so much happening. Just input from every everywhere. Totally. And I think, you know, parents might not know how that's really affecting kids, specifically their mental health. So I think just opening up that space, that conversation to, you know, whether it be them needing a break or them needing to talk about something or yeah just starting conversations like that I think are so important because that's what I try to do and that's kind of my mindset has shifted being a dance teacher and seeing this generation of kids like I will literally go into the studio and like before we start anything I'll just be like how are you guys doing like yes hey like (laughs) Because I feel like that's not really even talked about. And I always try to say, how are you guys feeling? Anything other than good? Because that's just like the default. Everybody's like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I'm good or whatever. So I always try to be like something other than good. Yeah. Tell me something like, how are you feeling? How was your day? I always try to start my classes that way. And sometimes one of them or a lot of them will just like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. I have so many tests and blah, blah, blah. And I think they need that time. Yeah.
0: An outlet of some kind. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long-winded way, but yeah. 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 I mean, totally. And just sidebar too. I mean, sometimes because when people ask me like, how are you? I'm like, okay, well... Mm. So one thing I've been trying with people, instead of just saying like, how are you doing? Like, I'll always just like give it a time frame and be like, how are you doing today? Because yeah. then you can, you can be like, okay, what happened in the last 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how I, that's at least what I've learned. I get a better answer out of my kindergartner. Like, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> and then, you know, she's yeah. able, we can kind of coach them to feel yeah. like they have the space to talk about it right but yeah. i mean and honestly what you're saying just drives home the point that if you are going to put your kids in activities make sure that the adults that are coaching them are going to provide them with a the space that they feel supported or if for some reason like if you have a a young kid who is you know training for the olympics okay and sure. the training's really intense whatever that you then are at least providing them the space to just be mom or just be dad and be like, how are you doing today? Right. How was training right. today? Or not even talking about it and just being mom. Right. I think, you know, we get, I mean, we've all seen the show Dance Moms. At yeah. least we've we've sure. heard, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I feel like, um, and I know it's applicable with dancers as well as, you know, just young athletes everywhere but like that dynamic of seeing the parent like almost trying to like fill gaps where they feel the the coach isn't doing enough or you know right. how so how would you suggest like let's say this there's a mom listening to this and they're like I really want to get my kids into sports because it's important for them but you know I also want them to thrive how would you coach the parents then of these kids that are burnt out wanting to just dance or do their activity, how would you coach the parent to support their child in that activity best?
1: Yeah, I think going along with what I said before, and it just has been like kind of a common thread, just creating the space for conversations. I feel like in any relationships, partners or parents and kids or whatever, just talking about how you're feeling and, you know, specifically in that space with sports or dance activities, whatever, just like seeing how it's going for them. I feel like a lot of the times maybe the kid, you know, it's not going so well and the parents might not even have any idea. So just like staying, staying present, not in a way that's like, you know, I feel like there's a good balance there. Um, balance you know, is so hard to find. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but I can't even imagine. But I know just like with seeing my mom, you know, she's been a dance mom her my whole life. Um, so just like finding that balance of being present, but also letting the coach or the teacher do their job and trusting in the coach and the teacher to do their job, but also just staying present and just taking notice of how the activity is going, if it's bringing them joy or if they're looking stressed or they're not enjoying it, starting that conversation and just, you know, seeing how it can be fixed or changed. I think, yeah, is really important.
0: yeah. absolutely. Well, and it's, it's hard too, because I mean, like we see this portrayal of like toxic parenthood, I think sometimes where you know, there's like a kid that's in football and he's like, oh, I absolutely hate being in football. And the dad's, and the dad's like, like, you got to be in football because you got to be a man and blah, blah, blah. But then at the same time, how do we teach our kids to follow through with their commitments? But, you know, find that balance between following through with your commitment versus following through at the demise of their mental health right? that I feel like is where that, that scale Tips. So what you said is great. Like just allowing space for them to check in and be honest, yeah. and you and know, then, just yeah. saying like, okay, well, I as a parent, I mean, and I'm not a parenting expert. I just happen to be a parent, sure. <laughs> and you <laughs> no, I guess being a parent just automatically, automatically makes, an makes me an expert of, of my of my own children, right? But, right. You know, I, I feel like you know it's imp- it's really hard. To Especially with my kindergartner, you know, she's doing boxing. And the only reason I signed her up is because she wanted to do it because she saw me box and she was like, I want to take class. Sure. But still, there's so much, um, I don't want to go today. And I'm like, okay, why don't you want to go today? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard because like, you know, when she's, she's only five, it's someday if she just doesn't know, she's just tired or whatever. I'm like, wait, well, why don't we, do you want to try? Let's just try for a little bit. And if you or you do it for 10 minutes, 10 and, 10 minutes and, you're and you're still, still too tired to finish the class, we can go home. Yeah. I mean, that's at least worked for us, but like threatening bribery, like if they don't,
1: <laughs> you're never going to get a good result out of that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's so important. I love like. Well, why? Like, what? You know, can you explain to me what you're feeling around not wanting to go? Or yeah, what's making or, you feel that way? Right. Right. I think that's. I think that's so important for parents just to check check in. I love. I'm a big check in queen. <laughs> My boyfriend, <laughs> yes. you are here, the check in queen, McKenna Liller. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I just, I think it's, I think that's so important because us as humans are just like, go, go, go all the time. And then once we have that space to stop and check in with whoever, I think it's like, wow, I was feeling all of these things. I don't think I really even knew it because yeah. I was going constantly. So yeah, I think that's really, really, really super important.
0: Yeah. And talking about this too, I mean, it just kind of brings a thought to mind. Like I do this with clients, like, especially like during like initial consults, as an example, you know, I'll ask them, what is your goal? Um, And they'll tell me the goal, but then it's like, we have to dive deeper. Often, often Often the answer that that we initially give as humans is not really what the actual answer is. It's kind of like a, like a mask, um, or like this, the very, very top layer of what we really want. So when we dive deep and we ask why, and you know, how, how is that making you feel? Or can you explain further? Um, you know, these sorts of questions aren't just limited to, you know, people wanting to lose weight or reach, you know, fitness goals. We can ask these things to our kids and say, you know, why don't, why don't you want to go to practice today? And they're like, well, I'm tired. Oh, what's making you feel tired? Well, I have X, Y, and Z happening at school. Oh man, it sounds like you're really overwhelmed. And then and you're then validating you're validator validator and you're allowing them space to be like, yeah, and my coach has been laying into me and I'm just really not feeling comfortable. I love the sport, but it blah blah blah. So then you're able to make a, you know, a guided decision as a parent to be mm-hmm. able to, you know, if you need to talk to the coach, talk to the coach. If you need to kind of coach your kid a little bit exactly. and say, you know, it's endless possibilities. So yeah. check in queen. She yes. says yes. we need to check in.
1: Yes. That's the answer right there. That.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's yeah. great. So I want to hear more about like your actual approach. So let's say, let's say I'm a, a client. Are you doing like one-on-one? one-on-one. Are, you Are you doing more, doing more like group coaching? Out. How is, how is that um, laid out in person mm-hmm. online? I'm so curious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So right now I, so through the health coaching certification process, there's kind I mean, there's so many, there's like endless possibilities of what you can do really. Um, but the one-on-one is heavily focused on, um, which I am doing. I have some one-on-one clients right now. Um, but then, um, like i said like my ultimate goal is to get into studios but with the like in studio work that i'm hoping to do um there's going to be kind of like different options of you know um health coaching, you know, services whatever you want to call it but um So I would either like work with the studio like monthly or I could become like an in-house health coach, which I think would be really cool because I've never really heard of that. Like I kind of- either. Yeah. Like I kind of look at it as like, obviously I'm not a counselor or a therapist, but how like schools have a guidance counselor. Well, dance studios would be a perfect place to have someone like that. I think.
0: Um, yeah. Like literally I'm just sitting here like, sitting here, absorbing, like absorbing this. this like, <laughs> If only I would have had that available to me when I was training, right. I'd probably have a, a lot less therapy to do. Right. <laughs> oh right. my gosh. This is amazing, McKenna. This is Thank amazing.
1: You know, that's like what I really want to do while also continuing my one-on-one because I, I love that too. I love Meaning with my, my one-on-one program is um, we meet once a week for 12 weeks. It's like very flexible. And um, so that I really enjoy that too, but I really want to get into studios and be there like for dancers and whether that be, you know, me just teaching a workshop one time, or if I eventually become like an in-house health coach where, you know, students can make a po- like one-on-one appointments with me and things like that. That's like what I really want to do. Cause I'm like, that doesn't exist. And it needs to, because yeah. I think sometimes the students don't want to go to the teacher to talk about things, you know, like they want right. think like an outside person is so important um and then I can be like the filter if it's you know something that the student is dealing with like out of my scope of practice I can kind of be that filter for them and sometimes that's hard to go to your dance teacher even like a parent about so just like kind of being that like bridge um is what I like that's what I really want to do
0: Girl, I feel like also just like total sidebar. Like this would be so amazing to have in schools too. Just like having an educator come in and you know, just to support the the young, active athlete yeah. that just needs that little extra bit of coaching. If you came to my school as a motivational speaker, I would be like, Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought about that too. Um yeah. Cause it's just, I think, you know, health coaches, it's just, it's just so important. Like kids aren't, they're just not educated and things like that. Yeah. You have a health class in school,
0: but it's just very sterile though. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> all, it's so basic. It like is not, you know, taking into consideration the individual student, which I right. think are important. Um, and yeah, I, I've definitely thought about t- that too. And I think I kind of gravitate into that work more because that's what I've done. I've been a dance teacher for like groups right. of people. Um, And while I love the one on one, I just, yeah, I just see me being able to make a difference in like a studio space or a school space. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Or- yeah that's that's what i that's what I really want to do, so
0: well, and you know that this is why I think it's so so important and honestly, like you cannot stress the value of having a quality coach in your corner because there's something to be said like a class versus a coach, and not even class, but just like information in general. You could read all the blogs that you want, you could get you know all the all the clinical advice that you could possibly get but there's something about having, having someone, someone that. that understands your psychological needs as you are pursuing a goal right. or maybe you know maybe that person doesn't like a young person like a child or you know a teenager maybe they don't really understand what their goals even are or what they need to know right. um and so it's so important to have somebody in your corner that's going to Help you learn how to advocate for yourself. And I think that's the difference between like a coach versus, you know, a choreographer, for example, or a coach versus just, um, I don't want to limit it to teacher because I feel like teacher also really like (laughs) a lot of teachers. There's a lot of teachers, at least I've had growing up, that that really did feel kind of a coach stance as well. Yeah. But, you know someone to help you like n- not only just teach you the tools but utilize them and i yeah. think that's so important that's yeah. why the work you're doing is like oh. yes so needed i love it it just like oh it gives me it gives me goosebumps talking about it and hearing about it it's so great i love it you know that's amazing so to, i would love um i would love for you to kind of tell me a little bit more or at least tell the audience a little bit more about like Is there a way that if there's someone that's not in Ohio but they're really connecting with everything that you're saying, is there a way that they can connect with you, learn more, work with you, et cetera? cetera?
1: Yeah. So, all of my one on one work, and even, you know, eventually when I get into studios, like a virtual option, I think like everybody is so like annoyed with like the zoom. Cause that's how we've had to like live our life. But it's like, why haven't we been doing this like before? <laughs> the pandemic? Like
0: I see, I, I'm with you there because I was virtual. I did online coaching before the pandemic and I was like, Oh, easy transition. I don't have to change a thing.
1: I mean, of course there's different, you know, obstacles and things and it's, you know, it feels different than being in person, but, um, all of my one-on-one work is virtual. I think like, perfect. Yeah. So just like being in the comfort of your own home, um, I think is super important. So, and I have like had consultations with people that live in Seattle or like, you know, it's, so I'm not like limited to just Ohio and really like my, Instagram I'm trying to make that like the space where people can come and like learn about me. Um, yeah. And like all my information and what I do and things like that. So. Well, and I'll, I'll drop those links in the show notes. Um, but
0: tell everybody your Instagram handle or if you have a website too, feel free to drop that there too.
1: Yeah. So my Instagram, it's just at McKenna, my first name and then the initial L for my last name. Um, and yeah, my name McKenna Liller. If you look that up, you, I'm sure you'll be able to find me. Um, everything, everything is there right now. Um, yeah, there's, I don't have like a website or anything. Um, yet I'm just kind of like starting, I just kind of did a transition with my Instagram to be more so like focused on my business. Right. So, um, yeah, everything is there.
0: Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I am just so grateful to have you here today. And man, what you're doing is just just so phenomenal. I'm just so happy to hear, uh, man, these kids don't even know what they're missing, what they have to, oh, I'm so, uh, oh, speechless.
1: (laughs) <laughs> so that that coming from you that means I mean like literally when I say like you have been such I've told you this before but you have been like oh such my god a with me just for so long. <laughs> sorry I had to say um <laughs> just for so long <laughs> like this is really like, this is crazy that like you asked me to do this. and Oh,
0: stop. I- Don't make me cry <laughs> on my own podcast. I'm too emotional for this.
1: No, I know. Well, I, I'm okay. But yeah. Thank
0: yeah. you. And I love you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, for those of you guys listening, you know, where to find McKenna on Instagram McKenna L and I will make sure to post all her links in the show notes. Um, And then before we sign off, is
1: there anything else that you'd like to say? And if not, totally fine too. Oh my gosh. Um, Well, just thank you, Chloe. Thank you for everybody listening. I mean, I am like an open book. If you ever want to reach out to me or want more information, please do. So I literally just like, connecting with people and just getting to know people that's like what life is all about so um, I would love to get to know some of your listeners this is such a cool way to like get to know our people in our audiences so yeah I think I think that's it
0: (laughs) cool well thank you so much McKenna and to all of the listeners right now as always be bold be fit